Let's put 2021 to bed, shall we? But what could 2022 hold? Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am your host and producer, Jeff Hicker Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Pharmatan, Imogene Ingredients, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, Coriani Buckle Company, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. The boss lady, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, is with me, of course, to start out a new year, a new season. Though, Happy New Year, dear. Well, thank you, and Happy New Year to everybody out there that's listening and joining in today. Are you about as happy as I am to get 2021 behind us? That's what I said about 2020. That's you what know, I said about 2019. One 19, of these years are going to be our year. One of these years we're going to land it. So let me uh, let me ask you, because a lot of people have been asking us, watching our posts on on our personal social media pages. How are you feeling? Tell everybody just, how are you doing? Well, first off, I want to say thank you, everybody who has been inquiring and the prayer warriors out there. You are all amazing. And that's why I have one Mm -hmm. of the best crews. I've been overwhelmed with the response and people reaching out and sending their wishes and encouraging me to keep fighting. They're going like, team Beck, team Beck. Thank you. That means the world. Uh, I have been dealing with a lot of fatigue. I get tired, which is very common side effect of chemo so I get tired a lot everything gets to taste like aluminum as we like I joke around with everybody back home here and so you know Christmas meal everything my mom did amazing job with that but it did have this odd taste to it and all I can do is explain to it as one of the side effects of chemo is an aluminum taste in your mouth, but Metal, really metallic yeah. Right, right. But really, you know, and Tigger can attest, I think I'm handling this pretty good. You're doing a hell of a job, is what <laughs> I'm gonna 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 say there. I mean, you are so stronger than cancer. Is That's it? we've right. had a number of hashtags, so you are doing an amazing job kicking cancer's butt. So everybody in fact you know, since we have have shared our journey, and we're we've been more and more and more transparent, good, bad, and indifferent, and we're we're going to be even more transparent going into twenty twenty two. The good, the bad, the ugly, the ugly, the, <laughs> the ugly, the painful, the everything. But all the individuals that we have on uh, on the Ranch It Up Radio Show every week, the individuals you're going to hear from in just a few minutes, each and every one of them has become friends of ours, not just oh, allies, absolutely. but friends, and they all say. You know, we're going to hear from Haas in a few minutes. And he first thing he said was, how is how's Beck doing? How how's she holding out and how's she doing with the fight? And, and you know, you know and what? Our this has really been such a humbling journey because until you start going through this and you've always everybody knows somebody who's gone through cancer and they're right. like, it's a touch right. to everyone in some way. Absolutely. And then when you're facing it yourself head on. It's a whole nother world you learn about in a path of empathy that you are laid out in front of you as you're humbled by these people that come forward. Not that we want to go through this, No, nobody but. chooses this, and I don't wish this on anybody. But regardless of our situation, I'm very thankful. I feel blessed. I know the man upstairs has something else in plans for us. And you know what? We're going to keep fighting because Team Beck you're, isn't going to give up. You're doing a great job. Great job. So 2022 is going to be going to be our year. So now I have a question for you since we're, let's move on. We're, we're 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 done with cancer. We're done. We're done with that. <laughs> we're done with that crap. We're moving on. Moving on to other things. So it tis the season for people to have new year's resolutions and all of those. So what do you think are some of the most popular 
New Year's resolutions, I would imagine you'll probably guess the obvious. Well, there's Lose always the obvious. People want to, you know, get in shape. Uh, maybe they want to, you know, get their life in order in other ways. Mm-hmm. It always seems like, you know, the planners come out and it always feels great to open that fresh new planner. You're one of those people, Tigger. That yeah, but I've been that way since the beginning Your whole of life. Your whole life. <laughs> Anal retentive. That's, what, that's how they uh, describe it sometimes. Over-organized. One of the most, uh, if you look back at what the experts, I guess, say is that Moving forward in 2022, uh, people say that journaling is is one of you the know. big New Year's resolutions. Journaling, uh, read wow. more books. It's not just quitting smoking or losing weight or or eat right or you know spend more time with mom and dad and all those. You know, it's it's personal growth things like that of spending more time see. by yourself, journaling, reading books. Those and are I, popular. you and I were listening some to something the other day, and they talked about just that. You know. Putting time in your day for you. Oh, you, you have to. Doesn't matter. I mean, because cows are going to be there tomorrow. They need to be fed, but you need to need to take some time out for yourself as well. So glad that you are here racking it out another year. Couldn't do without you, dear. On to a new year, shall we, crew? January 5th, the special hay and straw online auction brought to us by LivestockMarket.com. Check it out, crew. I've got more here from Mark Vanzi. Hey crew, Mark Van Z from LivestockMarket.com. Wanted to talk to you about our special hay and straw online auction on January 5th. We got 138 lots of hay selling on there, and that's everything from large squares, large rounds, small squares. We got baleage. We got about everything you can imagine on there. If you want to view or bid on that stuff, make sure that you head over to AuctionTime.com or LivestockMarket.com and get registered. Have had some questions on shipping, on how it works on, on the, the hay sales on there. Most of the sellers are actually offering shipping on that stuff. You can always go through Freightstar, uh, which is integrated right into the website and get a quote that way. Or you're always welcome to send your own trucks because pretty much every seller is offering loadout assistance if you send your own trucks. Just a few stick out lots to point out to you. We got over 50 tons of large square alfalfa, some of it certified organic, opening at just $100 a ton. There's over 100 large round corn stock bales on there opening at just 10 bucks a bale. There are some really nice cattle and horse lots on there too. 25 head of bred two-year-old ultra black heifers bred to really nice low birth weight bulls. They're going to calve March to April opening at 16.50 a head. And a few horse lots on there. Uh, really sweet 11 year old. Sorrel mare, she's been used on the ranch and in the feedlot. You can pasture doctor off of her. She's roped in the arena, and they're opening her up at just $4,900. So check it out. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Mark. Always appreciate the updates each and every week from those that brought you Tractor House and Auction Times, LivestockMarket.com. The bidding is open as we speak, so head online and check it out, LivestockMarket.com, which, by the way, a number of you have emailed us, left us messages asking what hay is selling for in other parts of the country. This is a real nice gauge to kind of see where we are at in the current situation. A little bit more details. We've got eight lots of large squares, a number of round bales, I think over 800 round bales, if I'm not mistaken. There's horse quality alfalfa. There are small squares, I think over 3,600 small squares. So just head online to livestockmarket.com. For more details. Up next, let's focus on the future now, shall we? What could this next year bring? Details when we come back.
Before you purchase your next set of bulls or females, remember this. The seed stock business is about genetic improvement and customer service. Ally Genetic Resources understands this as well as anyone. Marty Ropp with Ally. That's our charges as seed stock producers is you know, people look at us and you've got to make genetics that work better for us. We see that charge. We understand that charge. And we're going to use all the tools we can to get there. Ally Genetic Resources, where the mission is commercial customer success, period. I have a question for y'all. Is it too early to be thinking about calving season? Too early to be talking about scours? Do you want to gamble with that one? Well, here's the deal, and it's pretty simple. If you want to sell one in the fall, you need to have a live one this winter and spring. So let's get rid of the death loss from cryptosporinium and coccidiosis by feeding Pharmatan from Imogene Ingredients. Now, crew, I've talked about Pharmatan before, and it's easy to feed. It can be added to loose mineral, mixed into tubs, into mineral blocks. But here's where it gets very important and why I am talking about calving season now, why I'm talking about Pharmatan now. Your cows need to have Pharmatan in their system 90 days pre-calving, all right? And Pharmatan is now on my team of experts. So if you need some more information and you need some questions answered, you can get a hold of me. You can head online to PharmatanUSA.com. Look for Pharmatan on Facebook at Imogene Ingredients. Or you can call Paul 1 and Paul 2 at 515-745-1639. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by LivestockMarket.com. We just heard from Mark getting an update. Crew, you can start your shopping. You can look for different information. Just head to LivestockMarket.com. And that reminder, next week, January 5th, that big hay and straw auction. Now, as we mentioned before the break, we're, we're talking about what to look forward to this next year, which is just about anything. To get some insight, I head to my main man. I head to Clint Berry for hosses, as we know him. Clint is a rep for Superior Livestock, all right? He's a rep with Allied Genetic Resources. He's an advocate for what we do each and every day. He's, he's a passionate cattleman, and I'm very proud to say that uh, he is part of our crew, as being part of our team of experts. Now, Clint, he's been in the in the cattle business his whole life in just about every category, every aspect, every facet that you can think of. He has seen it come and go, and he understands the the economics regionally, nationally, internationally. I caught him in the truck and had a chance to catch up. Haas, it's so good to have you back on the show. It's been too long, my friend. Let's talk about this cattle deal, the cattle business going forward. What are your thoughts? I know that's a big question, but what are your thoughts on this? There's a lot of positives, especially once we get through this flush of calves on feed right now. There's a lot of profit taken to be had on the producer side as we move forward. So so long as we keep our exports open and our packing plants humming, you know, the leverage shifts hands now. We would like to produce more cattle than we've ever produced, and everybody can do whatever in the world they want and still make money, but that that's not the way this works because we got X amount of kill. Until we increase the kill capacity, we, we've got to reduce the number of cows to kill if we want leverage. Long term, we want to increase the kill capacity. Don't get me wrong. Instead of killing 600 or 650,000, it'd be nice if we kill 700,000. Then we can have more cattle, you know, not less. And, and it works. But until we get to that point, we have to have less than the number of cattle we kill if we want to increase the price. That profit side of it comes from 
being able to have leverage on the cattle side. And right now, Packers had it, but switching hands, especially after we get this set of calves dead that are on feed right now. Most of the yards are full right now. Now let's talk a little bit about the number of cattle that we have, the number of cows that we have that make up the cow herd. Let's talk about how some of these heifers are on feed. Let's talk about the drought, and let's talk about rain and the lack thereof. We're going to have less cattle already. It's already going to happen. You know, now, if we have to keep dumping all the heifers off of everybody's calf crop and we keep killing more cows, that's not going to give us the same ability there. But we already will have, you know, probably half to a million head of less cows producing calves next year already. On top of the fact we've been decreasing for three years, you know, that's on top of it. So we're already going to have an increased demand on supply regardless if it rains. Now, as a producer, you can't stay in business if it doesn't rain. Don't get me wrong, I get that. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying big picture across the entire country, not regionally based, not inside our fences, but beyond our own borders. We already have switched the leverage on this thing. That's that's why the Packers are aggressive right now, buying what they can, and that's why they're buying in the current. And I mean, you can it, it's all every number you look at tells you that. So, the only thing that would wreck us would be if we lost our export market and couldn't export 20% of our product. You know, and I I'm not saying that put us out of business, but it would dang sure hurt the profitability. It'd take you know $300 a carcass of value off immediately how long could this be sustainable in all reality so if we get relatively normal moisture in the vast majority of the country that's a way to say that and we don't have an outside factor like an administration that shuts us off of public grazing or something something like that you know should be three to five years mathematically we should have more of the leverage for three to five years and that's if everything goes right to allow us to expand because let's say you start keeping heifers back next year that enhances the price of all the feeder cattle because now there's less heifers but it takes you know it's going to take like she's going to calve as a two-year-old she's going to basically be a three-year-old when she weans her first calf off that's the first calf to start to add to the herd to the number you know so it's three to five years, depending on what we can. Now, if we stay in prolonged drought in parts of the country, it'll lessen. You know, it'll take, I mean, it'll enhance the pricing, but it'll lessen the rebuild. So it'll lengthen that time period. I I mean, I I have more optimism for the beef industry now than I've ever had in my life. And I've been basically been in it every day of my life. But I think, you know, with the way that we sell beef, meaning we obviously have a consumer that's buying every pound of it we can make domestically. And I don't. I think that's only going to go up. I think our ability to capture more consumer dollar at home will only go up, you know, especially as long as we stay creative in food service and retail. There you go. Uh, and, and I think exports are only going to exceed. This thing is going to get pretty good for everybody that can stay in it. As long as we keep our kill up and we keep our exports going, we can't afford some kind of animal disease outbreak or, you know, some kind of something that doesn't have anything to do with supply and demand economics affecting our market. We can't, as long as we don't have that, we're going to be in really good shape.
Haas, thanks so much for taking a little bit of time to visit with us. You mentioned you wanted to say a few Merry Christmas words. Just want to wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas uh, and remember the reason for the season. Take a little time and spread some Christmas joy to your friends and family and and be thankful for all that we've been blessed with, the stewards of the land and the ability to raise cattle and, and be in this industry. And just wishing everybody a happy new year as we move forward. Clint Berry, a.k.a. Haas, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and yours as well. Now, more on what could be coming in 2022 for the markets on the marketing side of things. Stick around. Crew will be right back. Check out LivestockMarket.com. Sales manager for LivestockMarket.com, Mark Vanzi. LivestockMarket.com is a centralized online platform for online sales of all types of livestock, as well as hay and straw. LivestockMarket.com is brought to you by Tractor House and Auction Time, the industry-leading marketplace for connecting buyers and sellers of farm equipment. The online platform that works without all the restrictions. LivestockMarket.com on Facebook, too. Join me and my team from Neogen over the next few months as we talk about how to improve the genetic package on our operations. We get tips and tricks on how to be more successful with modern genetic tools. Commercial producers and feeders, we now get the chance to change the direction of the future. GGP, Igenity Beef, Igenity Branded, Igenity Feeder, Igenity and Vigor, all from Neogen, and you're going to figure out what program works best for you. Hashtag Ranch It Up. Just told up a tick, Corey and a buckle company, and not just trophy belt buckles, which are Tigger approved, by the way, but everything from trophy spurs to conchos to head stalls to one of my favorites, rifle plates. Very cool. Saddles? Mm-hmm. I ride a Corey and a rough out, by the way. Corey and a buckle company. They are custom. They are handmade. Put your brand on one or two like we did. CoreyNABuckle.com. One more time, CoreyNABuckle.com. Now y'all can go. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for hanging with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, hey, Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year to you, Tigger, and to all your listeners, of course. So you and I, we were kind of talking over the break, and I said, hey, should we recap 2021? And you said, I don't don't even want to think about it anymore. I want to move on to to something else. I completely agree. And each and every week, you and I, we, we talk about what happened the week before and what's going on. And And you said, why don't we start out our first show of the season of the new year, and let's talk about some of those key things to look for, I like this, to look for in the future of 2022 that could potentially help us make some decisions one way or the other. So what what are some of those that, 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 you, that you had mentioned of some of those things we need to watch for that, that's going to be coming out in 2022? Generally, what we want to watch for is what is different from 2022 or we think will be different in 2021 and i think the first one obviously that we've talked about a a lot on this show is the cattle numbers the cattle inventory how much liquidation did we have through 2021 with all the drought and etc i think that will definitely be different than last year and something to keep an eye on Uh, another topic we've got corn now pushing over six dollars again how is that going to play out how will that affect the the cattle market and the various crops being planted and then, of course, the, the one of the big ones has been beef demand. And actually, we're not hoping that's different. A, a carbon copy of last year's beef demand would be incredible. 
um, kind of wrapped up with the, the change in leverage that we are hoping to see between the feedlots and the packers. Now, you mentioned, well, how? How did this affect this? How could this affect this? How could this do that? And I know a lot of people are going to say, well, okay, Kirk, tell us how that is. But I need to jump in and chime in a little bit there and say, well, that's where we need to, it's, it's individually on everybody's ranch. Because even though, like you said, those cattle inventory numbers, macro speaking, on the bigger picture, is it going to affect all of us? Yes. But micro of how that is going to really come into play on my outfit versus yours, and you could be just across the road and across the fence from me, are two entirely different situations, aren't they? And we really need to sit down and and start going through uh, the numbers, which you love to do, but on our outfits on an individual micro basis because that's where the rubber meets the road. Without a doubt, absolutely. Uh, Obviously, it's fairly bullish. Uh, on the macro level to the markets, you know, i.e. less supply is, should should equate to higher prices. I think most everybody's fairly confident of that. When you go to the to the micro, uh, obviously, if you have less cattle, you're concerned about cash flow, grazing rates. Mm-hmm. You know, do you buy cows? So obviously, those are very tough decisions to make going forward, especially if you're doing that in the face of higher prices. Right. And when you look at maybe traditionally where some of us have been, where calve a cow in the spring, sell a calf in the fall. There is a lot in between those two times, time frames, excuse me, from February, March, all the way to October, November, if we're using just that particular scenario. There could be a lot of opportunities with, within that time frame, but that's where it all depends on what are the numbers for our specific situation, which is hence crew why Kirk always says, well, let's go through the numbers. That's why numbers, numbers, numbers is so darned important, whether you like them or you're like Kirk, where you absolutely love the numbers or not. All right, we'll jump right in, Tigger. As of Friday, that's December 24th, January feeders closed 163.47. That's up $3 on the week, so a very nice week in feeders. Cattle on feed came out Thursday with uh, on feed at 99.6, the place number at 103.6, and the marketed number at 105.3, so very nice marketed number. All in all, to wrap it up, it came in almost exactly on expectations, so basically a neutral cattle on feed report. The feeder index basically, or again, to summarize, that's the average cash price, basically held steady at 160 and a quarter, and technically down 83 cents, but the feeder index really hasn't gone anywhere over the last multiple weeks. Uh, that puts our basis, or the difference between futures and cash, at a negative 152, which is also very normal given that January feeders is a couple months out in front of us for expiration. February live closed 139.50, also up $3 on the week. That was triggered mostly on Thursday when the cash came in at a surprising up 140, up two to four bucks. And what happened is the package ran short in inventory. Thursday, they had to up their bids to get it, and, and the feedlots were able to capture 140 on the high side. We did, just so everybody's aware, we did trade 135 to 136 early on in the week. Box prices closed the week choice at 262.94, down seven cents. And corn, kind of the scary thing we mentioned before, closed the week at 606 and three quarters, up 14 cents. The big news being is, again, we're over $6 corn. And that is, as a fact, starting to weigh on the on the feeder market. 
People wanting some more information, you can just text the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. That's how you get the ball moving. And I think it's a great thing to do as we talk about resolutions and all that moving into the new year. Because, Kirk, as we go forward the next few weeks, we're going to start getting a little bit more specific about here's some stuff we can do at home and we can kind of get ready. And before we make those phone calls to you and so on, so forth. Just kind of some little friendly reminders. So with that, I'm going to wish you and your crew a very, very happy new year. Be blessed. Good luck thawing those water fountains out. <laughs> Stay warm, and we'll talk to you next year. Oh, thank you, sir. And I may very well be thawing water fountains out as we're uh, sitting in negative 16 today. Ah, Lord have mercy. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. It's the new year, and we're going to start it off right with our first famous last words brought to us by Corriente Buckle Company. A tip of the hat for all of you out there in the deep freeze having to chip out water tanks, maybe unthaw the water tanks. Did you did you think of that because I was teasing Kirk and he said <laughs> uh, 16 below this morning where he was at? Is that what made you yes, think Yes, it that? brought back memories. We'll so put it that way. Or let, wait, what I just did yesterday. Let's share a little bit with those of you that maybe haven't been in the north during the the dark days of winter, this is something that a lot of people go through where water fountains might freeze up or if there's a break in the line or so. I hate, I hope I'm not jinxing everybody out there, but it can be a miserable, darned experience when it's like where Kirk was saying, 16 below, 30 below wind chill, and you're out there and you're, oh gosh, I'm bringing back memories and you (laughs) got your gloves off And and you're trying to, you know, Put a little nut on a little tiny bolt and your hands are in the cold water. Ah! And if your gloves know, like, got froze or got wet, they're frozen by the time uh, you put them back on. Solid, so misery. A great, great, great tip of the hat, by the way. Way to make us all depressed, too. And now that's going to wrap it up for today, crew. A big thank you to Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com for the update. Clint Berry, the Haas, for sharing some thoughts with us. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated and the Boss Lady Beck, of course, for coming on in. And a big thank you to our partners, Pharmaten, Imogene Ingredients, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, Corianne Buckle Company, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. And call and text me 24-7 at... 707 Ranch 20, 707 Spread the good word. Join us again next time where it's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy crew and ranch it up. <laughs>